0: I'm so happy that you're joining us for this segment with my friend and colleague, uh, Karen Covey. And she is a divorce advisor, an attorney, a mediator, and a coach. She's just got so much wisdom for us. And she really helps people go through divorce and I love this, with dignity and confidence. And so many times that doesn't happen when you're dealing with a hijackle. You feel like you have been rewounded by the court. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, she works, as I said, as a divorce attorney, a mediator, a collaborative divorce professional. And she spent decades helping people get divorced in a way that there is, so that there is the least amount of destruction. And that's what we want. We don't want to feel like we have been raped or wounded going through a divorce. We want to feel like we have at least a modicum of power and that we're going to be heard. So welcome to the program, Karen.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: And so... What's your experience with people when they, they come to you and they're with one of those people that I call a hijackle, a very difficult, toxic, crazy-making person, and they say, I need to get away from this person, and they, they go to court, and they think they're going to get something that's fair. What's your experience with that turnout?
1: Well, I like to say that fair is the four-letter F word of divorce,
0: right?
1: <laughs> there, Fair is in the eye of the beholder. What you think is fair may be very different than what, obviously, your spouse thinks is fair and very different than what the judge thinks is fair. So that's the first thing you've got to understand is fair exists in the eye of the beholder, right? And the other part of that is that the court system is a snapshot of a couple of moments of your life right so you the you know if you've been married to someone who's a high-conflict person someone you refer to as a hijackal right you've been married to this person you've been dealing with them for years and years and years you know their mo you know how they operate the judge sees you and this person for what ten minutes Twenty minutes, maybe an hour, right? People think that they're going to go and be able to tell their life story to the judge, and the judge is going to see through, you know, the the their spouse and know immediately that they're right. And I have to tell you, that just doesn't happen. You have a limited amount of time in front of the court, and the judge doesn't always see what's going on. He or she is busy. There's, you know, dozens of other people in the courtroom, and. Your spouse probably presents very, very well, and it's easy to fool a judge under those circumstances.
0: Well, I'm so glad to hear a divorce attorney say that, um, because I tell my clients, Karen, that you have to choose a divorce attorney who understands a hijackle, who understands what they're facing, and you do. So if you're thinking about getting, a, <laughs> getting an attorney, talk to Karen, because... If if your attorney doesn't understand what they're facing, then they seem to accept what's going on in the court at face value, which they have to, just like you said. And I say to the, my clients so frequently, look, same thing. This is just a few moments that you have. It's going to be what it is, and you just have to choose your words and your attorney's words as carefully as possible to get the snapshot looking as it looks from your perspective because the hijackal is going to be slick and charming. They'll lie, cheat, manipulate, just like they do in your life in the court, and they're going to look perfect doing it,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. (laughs) And the thing you have to remember, though, the problem is – you don't get to choose your attorney's words. That's your attorney that's choosing them. The only thing that you get to choose is who is your attorney. And so it's important that you have someone who understands you and who understands the situation and is willing to stand up for you and say what you can't say in court. Because if you walk into court with an attorney... judge doesn't have a whole lot of time and there are rules. So you might not be able to even say a word. It might be your attorney doing all the talking. So you've got to make sure that your attorney is up to speed and knows what you want to say. And the other thing is you don't want to come across looking like the crazy person, which kind of happens a lot. It does happen a lot. Yeah. And so that means that when you go to court, you've Courts are run by rules and evidence. You have to have your facts right. You have to stand there and look professional. What you look like, what you wear matters, regardless of whether it should or not, it does. You've got to be calm, listen to what your attorney says, be professional and respectful. And I'm not saying that all of that will make the judge believe you, but it sure gives you a better chance.
0: Yes. Well, we have to remember, we all know that the you only get one chance to make a first impression. And when you go to court, we've got that snapshot that you said, Karen, and that when you go there, you are being judged. And, Absolutely. you know, it's just the case. And so... I agree with what you said. I mean, you're at the mercy of what your attorney says, and that's why you have to choose so carefully an attorney who understands hijackles, or as attorneys often refer to them as high-conflict people because I've been to court with a high... No, know this. <laughs> hijackles hire hijackle attorneys. I have learned that. They will go and
1: fire attorneys until they get one that's like them. Well, of course they do. Because if you're, let's just say I'm talking to somebody who's a high conflict person, a hijackal, as you say, and they're like off the charts, right? And they're talking to me and I can see that there's a problem. I'm going to be telling them the truth, which is something that they don't want to hear. They're not hiring me.
0: No, they're not. Because they don't want to hear the truth. You're absolutely right. And the truth is only what they say not anything else. They don't care about the law. The thing about hijackals is they believe they're always the smartest person in the room, in any room. And they believe that they can manipulate anybody. And that's the arrogance that they take
1: to court. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the sad part is because of the way the system is structured and there's so many people going through at the same time, it's easy for them to be right For you know, in court at least for a certain period of time. What you need to know is that over time, if you are consistent, if you are reasonable, if you show the court, you know, who good you documentation. Really are, Right. And you bring documents and you bring proof. Ultimately, you have a fighting chance of showing the judge what's really going on. They can see through the high conflict person then. But until that time, good
0: luck. Well... Good. I want to speak to that point, because I know from my experience that you're absolutely right. I'll talk about one client that I have. We've been working together for two and a half years. I've been to court on her behalf twice, which absolutely stunned the hijackle that I showed up there. He was petrified. And I said to her, you know, even if it takes living in your car, which it actually did, if you can find the fortitude and the strength and the power to keep going to court, to keep presenting the facts, he will implode. And, you know, she would text me late at night. We would do whatever we had to do because this was a very important case to me. And in the end, yay, the court saw him. He was convicted of money laundering, fraud, and... Uh, perjury and he's being deported after he serves his sentence. Wow. But that was that this woman was absolutely willing to be that bulldog terrier holding on to this. No, she presented well, she brought the right people to stand up for her, and we finally made it. But most people don't have that luxury. What do you think is the very best thing they can do if they only have one or two shots? What do you mean if they only have one or two shots? So maybe they go they go to court and the first time they, they say, oh, no, 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 and they're willing to go back again and maybe do an ex parte or do something to say this isn't working. But if they can't afford an attorney following that, how do they get the best bang for the buck at the first two or three
1: times that they can go to court? Um. Well, there's a couple of things baked into that. I mean, obviously, every time you go to court, you want to, as I said, present yourself well, dress well, be organized, bring all the paperwork and evidence that you have every single time, and be able to pull out what you need when you need it to show the judge. So that means you can't just bring this mass of paperwork, right? You've got to know how to find things. And you do the best that you can to, the other thing is you keep calm. If you, if, if you allow the hijackle to trigger you and then you lose it, you look like the crazy person. So you've got to walk in there with the tools to understand like, okay, just breathe. I can get through this and keep your own cool. So that's the best that you can do. But the other thing is understand there is no, you go to one court one time and everything is resolved. In my experience, that doesn't happen. Ever, you're going to go to court again and again and again and again and again ad nauseum, right? So if you can only afford an attorney for a, you know a period of time, use the attorney to your best advantage. Try to you know talk to that attorney, educate yourself. If I could say anything to anybody. It's educate yourself because you're going to be in this for the long haul. And then if you lose an attorney, that you you go to court yourself. And is that optimal? No, of course not. But if that's the best you can do, you do it. You don't just give up and bury your head in the sand. You don't have that luxury. Great advice. So we're going to
0: talk more with my guest, Karen Covey, right after this. If you want to learn more about her, go to her website, k a r e n c o v y dot com. And this is great stuff. You can't get this advice anywhere else. And we'll be right back.